Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to Boardroom Chats. Yes, another great time to chat together and meet some more new friends, hopefully. Praise the Lord. What a blessing of God. I hope you've been enjoying this. You know, we get all kind of uh, testimonies of people who really love these boardroom chats and the different mm -hmm. things. And, you know, you may have seen this uh, not too long ago. We, we did our heaven thing, and how many thousands of people have watched that all over the world. Well, I don't know exactly. I think it's God, well over 225,000. Yeah, quarter of a million is a better way to say well, it. It's a blessing of the Lord. Yeah. You know, God has been so good and gracious to this ministry and to us, you know, and it's such a blessing to all my partners that are watching. Thank you for helping us reach people, change lives one soul at a time. We couldn't do any of this without your faithful financial support. I just wanted to come out front and immediately say that because, you know, you don't have to. And I just thank God. And people ask me all the time, and they say, you know, how come you just don't have financial deficits like other ministries? Well, I'll tell you why. I trust you, and you trust me, and we both trust God. Yeah. And we do what God asks, and it just works. It's, it's just literally that simple. And you know why it works? Something called wisdom. Very powerful word. Wisdom is the ability to use knowledge. There are a lot of people who have a lot, of, a lot of knowledge, but they don't have no wisdom. I mean, they can't do nothing. Right. I mean, I, I know some people have a lot of degrees, but they can't only make a living. But they're very smart, but they don't know how to work in the world because they yeah. have no wisdom. They haven't learned to apply the knowledge That's that they right. know. Well, I want to read Proverbs chapter 4. That's where I want to go to. Oh, okay. And, uh, and I want to start with first verse 5. And I love this. And we're going to deal with these principal things that we need to do in life. Because, see, without wisdom, you don't make good choices. Hmm. You don't make good decisions. You may have some knowledge about that, but do you make a good choice about it? So you have to be wise. You know, wise as serpents, harmless as doves, mm -hmm. things of that nature. Proverbs chapter 4, like the King James, verse 5 says, get wisdom. Right. So in other words, the junk don't just come to you. Yes. You got to get it go, or you got to go get it. Go get it. It says, get wisdom. And from that, you get understanding and forget it not. Mm -hmm. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. In other words, just say what Jesus said. Jesus said that all the time. I only say what my father says. I only do what my father says to do. Why? Because Jesus walked in wisdom 24-7. That's right. I want to read that again. It says, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. There's a, the, you have the Amplified there? Yeah. Go ahead, get the Amplified on the that. Amplified. And while you're doing that, I, I, I'm going to read verse 6 because I want you to read 5, 6, and 7. Okay. Forsake not her not. No, see, she's female. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Then verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, and it, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Then you exalt her, that's verse 8, and she shall bring, she shall promote thee, she shall bring thee to honor when thou hast embraced her. So in other words, people notice wisdom when you speak those things. I like you to do that in the Amplified, and I want, I want to get into this real quick. Okay, start in verse 5. Verse, of, uh, verse 5, yes. Verse 5, Proverbs 4, in case you're just tuning in now. It says, get, get skillful and godly wisdom. Get understanding, in parentheses it says, discernment, comprehension, and interpretation. Amen. Do not forget and do not turn back from the words of my mouth. Forsake not wisdom, and she will keep defend and protect you love her and she will guard you verse 7 says the beginning of wisdom is and it's a colon it says get wisdom skillful and godly wisdom amen for skillful and godly wisdom is the principal thing and with all you have gotten get understanding amen discernment comprehension and interpretation verse 8 says prize wisdom highly and exalt her and she will exalt and promote you she will bring you to honor when you embrace her. So if you're looking for promotion, you need to promote wisdom. Mm -hmm. See, because wisdom will get you there. Now, you notice something there. I want you to read um, verse uh, 6 again, Kathy, in the Amplified. Verse 6 says, forsake not wisdom, and she will keep, defend, and protect you. Love her, and she will guard you. So she's like a shield. That's exactly the, right. Exactly. When you know what to do when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it, then you won't be hit as many times in life. People say, well, you know, you just got to go through things. I understand that, but not all things. Mm -hmm. You know, if, I, if, I, if someone tells me how to do something and it's correct, yes. and I don't listen, well, then it's my fault if I fall in the ditch of life. Right. Why would I blame anybody else, you know? What I like about wisdom, I read verse 5 again <laughs> in that Amplified. I want to get somewhere because I want to show you something what's happening in the church world today. Go ahead. Okay, it says, get excuse me, get skillful and godly wisdom, get understanding, discernment, comprehension, and Stop right there. 
Discernment. Discernment. See, wisdom helps you to discern spirits, the gift of discerning of spirits. The reason why so many people mess up is because they don't understand wisdom. They may have faith. They may have love. They may have the fruits of the spirit. They may have the nine gifts of the spirit. But wisdom is so powerful right. that it helps you to discern those things. Yeah. That's why you had all, I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, uh, during the elections, the thing, I mean, there were people prophesying like crazy. And I called it competitive prophesying, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it, but that doesn't mean you throw away prophecy because somebody missed it. Oh, you know, you're, you're always going to criticize every prophet that you see. No, no. But what happens is the reason why they didn't discern the spirit. They were trying to discern, uh, I don't know, the, uh, how many people would vote for this, how many people would vote for that, all that kind of stuff. That's just natural stuff. That's just knowledge. That changes with every wave in life. But when you understand wisdom, you know what to do. You begin to think and hear and speak like God speaks. Right. And, you know, we all know the book of Proverbs was written by Solomon. That's right. And we, I think on one of our boardroom chats, we talked about what, what one of the prayers of Solomon. If we didn't, we probably need to do that one day. Right. But the prayer of Solomon, after he had offered a thousand bird sacrifices, he asked God for wisdom. Amen. Because he, God had just placed them, him in a leadership position. Amen. And he knew he needed wisdom in order to lead and guide the people that God had put him over. And so wisdom is so important. I want to read verse... Uh, 11, if you don't mind. Okay. It, and it, it's still Solomon wrote this. It's so beautiful. He says, I have taught you in the way of skillful and godly wisdom. And in the Amplified right here, it, it really defines what wisdom is. It says, which is comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God. Now, where do you learn about the ways and purposes of God? Where? Church. Right. That's why I got Church. Bible says, I mean, the, the gates of hell are not prevail against the church. Right, he says, because forsake, it's teaching not, you life. Right, and he says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. And it also okay. says, and we need it even more as the day of the Lord or it the says, return of the Lord is approaching. It says, forsake not. Look what verse 20 says. My son, attend mm -hmm. to my words. Attend. Attend. That means you got to go somewhere. You got to do something. That's the double meaning there. You, you attend to hear, but when you attend church. Now, I'm not saying that because I'm a preacher, because you see, you have to build your spirit up. You got six days where the, the, the world is sucking everything out of you, trying to make a living, beating your brains out. And then you will say, well, I, th I just think I'm going to sleep and not go to church today. And all of a sudden, when you go back out on Monday, your spirit has been on a diet. Yeah, it's not wise. It is not wise. That's why he said attend. He said, my son, attend to my word. He called you family. My son, attend to my words, incline thy ear unto my saying. So I'll go back to what Solomon said in verse 11. I have fought thee, I have fought thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. All I want to do in my life is make right decisions and make right choices. Right. It can't happen without praying for wisdom. That's wisdom right. is the principal thing. You get wisdom, you get understanding. Right. I mean, I pray for wisdom on how... And both of us did on how to raise Jody. And she's a phenomenal mother and, 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 and just a blessing of God, as well as a great friend to her own daughter. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? And so when you understand, when I married Kathy, I had to teach her a few things. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, my way of thinking. Then I had to shut up and listen. And she taught me a few ways of her thinking so we could come together as one. You see what I'm trying to say? In other words, you learn by hearing. You don't learn by heard. I heard that. Oh, see, if you heard it, then how come you're not doing it? You see, you thought you heard it. See, but when you hear, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So faith connects to that wisdom key and it right. opens up the locks of life so that you can walk through those doors. That's beautiful. I like that. It just reminded me of a great message that you preached about building mental maps on the road, road to, to divine best destiny. It. I build Every it here first. Every time we do something, we walk, even in the natural, a baby learns to walk. They're actually building a mental That's map right. about balance. Your brain works mm -hmm. that way. Well, it works the same way in the spirit realm. The more we expose ourselves to the word of God, whether it be in our daily Bible study, personal study, praying or going, attending church, Amen. you know, doing those things. Those are wise things that help you to be even wiser. Well, I tell you, that's the, you know, so many people today, I heard something that was kind of sad. They said in the 70s, I think 70 or 73% of America went to church, and today it's 47%. Now, let me just help you. Look at the chaos we got going on in the world today. 
People say, what is just church? Well, if you're going to church out of obligation, it's much or nothing. But if you're going there to learn something, church is a school where you learn. Yeah, and to get wisdom so you can pray and receive what God right. wants you to have. I like that. Go ahead. That's so good. And I was just thinking that when you make a decision to attend church, even though you're putting your flesh down and say, oh, I could be doing something else. Yeah. I could sleep later. I could go relax and you sure. know, go play. Mm -hmm. Putting God first in your life is a huge statement. You make a stand in the, in the spirit realm right. that the enemy is terrified of. And right. it's so important. Well, it's the same way when you, when you miss meals physically, you get irritable. What are you pointing at me for? Uh -oh. She does. She does. <laughs> she does get irritable. Sometimes she says, Just, I'm hungry. I got to eat now, man. No, I got to jam the brakes on at, the, at a fast food place to get us something so we can get to That's more like, to you're more like that way. Oh, listen to her. compared listen, to Jesse. Every to... time I tell the truth, she try to switch it around. <laughs> if I told you the truth, I made you my enemy? No, come on, you're not come my on, enemy. Come on, let me cast that devil out again. I'm just... Praise God. No, There's no devil Get there. wisdom here. Get wisdom, woman. I'm you're, discerning you're something. Very, you're not being very wise I'm not being very wise. Oh, now she's being scriptural. Glory to God. I was thinking so often when you when I was when I was cook when those days when I used to cook. That's true. Used would, to. Why well, used would, to? He would come home from work. I think you're working at Shell Oil. I remember that you just walked through the door just so starving, and I felt like Wilma on the, on the Flintstones. I worked twelve straight hours without nothing to eat. I felt like Wilma. How she had to harp and put those big old ribs on the table. He, you didn't put Wilma. no ribs. You put rice around it. I'm just. <laughs> Sometimes there were ribs there. Rice-a-roni. The San Francisco treat. <laughs> I cooked a lot of good stuff. Rice-a-roni. But he had to eat, like, right now. Oh, yeah, man. When you go on 12 hours, you get hungry, you know? But I tell you what, you know, people say, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, I don't know what date it is right now, but uh, on June the 6th, you're going to see this before June the 6th, I believe. And after. We'll probably. be married 51 years. And now, you know how? People say, how did y'all do that? Wisdom. <laughs> yeah. Wisdom to learn when to shut up, you know what I'm saying? And when to open your mouth and say some things. Well, it works not only in the natural, but it also works in the spirit, True. you see. So I like verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. And therefore, anytime there's a therefore in the Bible, find out what it's there for. Mm -hmm. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, you get understanding. See, and it's just so amazing to me. You know, I, you know, I really thought God missed it when he called me to preach the gospel. i never forget, when he called me to preach the gospel, I, I'll just tell you, I said it, Lord, you done made a mistake. I ain't going to tell nobody. Lord, you got the wrong man here because I'm not qualified. i never forget what the Lord said. He said, you know why I chose you? And I said, why? He said, because you don't know what you're doing. So if you made a mistake, you wouldn't know you made a mistake because you don't know what you're doing. So you're going to walk by faith and not by sight. The reason why I'm talking about wisdom today, there are a lot of people out there that are watching this have to make some very unique decisions. Mm -hmm. I mean spiritual, physical, and financial, and they better be the right ones because if they're not, and, and much trouble could be ahead for you. Right. That's why I believe the Lord told us to do this. So in verse 20, says, My son, attend to my words, incline thy ear unto my sayings. Now watch this. Verse 21, let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. In other words, 24-7. You know, when I, I get up in the morning with Jesus, I go to bed with Jesus. Yes. I get up, I do, my, I do my morning devotions, things of that nature. And when I go to bed and I lay my head down, I say, Lord, I, as I, you give your beloved sleep. So I, I, I want a good night's rest. And right. I just pray for a minute or two, maybe not even that long sometimes. You know, just thanking him for what he's done, what he's doing, right. and what he's going to do. Now, why do you say that all the time? Because I call those things with be not as though they were till they are. That's Romans 4, verse 17. Some of you need to make a decision. Some of you want to know, well, should I buy that car? Yeah, you're going to have to make the, is it the right car? Well, did you ever take God with it to the car lot? Oh, that's kind of crazy. Well, I've done it before, and I bought the best car I've ever had in my life. Right. Okay, let's go a little higher and make somebody mad. Maybe you're thinking about wanting a jet. Oh, Lord. It's amazing how, every, how the whole sinful world can fly jets, but a Christian, oh, Lord, you know, he can't do that. Well, that's just totally insane. All it is is a tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you got to know which one to buy. you got to know how that thing operates. you got to find the right decision and have great wisdom in who can fly that thing. You see what I'm saying? And because it's more than just the tool. It's encasing your body. And you know, you can't pull over on the side of the road at 40,000 feet. You better make sure your pilots know what they're doing and the people that are maintenance in that plane know what they're doing. And how do they do that? Wisdom. They go to recurrent training every year, pilots. Uh, 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 mechanics do exactly the same thing so they can learn more and more and more about these situations. A lot of people don't know something about recurrent training. It's so funny. They'll put them in these uh, simulators, and there's a guy back there with a box about as big as my Bible, and he sits back there and starts blowing up stuff. 
I mean, all of a sudden he'll cut an engine off. Hmm. See, they want to know what those pilots are going to do if that actually happens up there, because you just can't wreck planes, you know? So they'll just, they'll put one engine on fire, they'll drop an nail around, they'll do something crazy, and see how they react, you see? And how they react, and all the, they'll lose all oxygen, things of that nature. What do they do? How they do it? And so if they're in a real plane, and something like that happens, their mind kicks in. Like you said, it remembers Mental, like the baby, see? Map, right? well, we all need to go to recurrent training. And every time you go to church, you at recurrent training. Church. You see, they say, you see, you thought I was off the service there. <laughs> see, you need to be recurrent or current because it's a principal thing and what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. And God puts teachers in our pathway. He Amen. puts preachers. The Bible says he has, he has the fivefold ministry, the pastor, the teacher, the evangelist, the prophet. The apostle, prophet, the apostle, evangelist, prophet, pastor, and teacher. Pastor, teacher. But for there's the, also For the works. work of the ministry. Yeah, there's other, there are other ones helps too. Helps and governments, uh, work, healings. Yes. We have a lot things. of helps in them. A church cannot function without helps. Right. But God puts people in your path, and sometimes it's your husband. <laughs> he puts, sometimes he puts your, you know, mothers teach their children, sure. fathers teach their children, teachers teach. You know, we learn from the things that we Amen. walk through every single day. But here in the, in the Proverbs, uh, Solomon is writing, and he, in verse 11, I want to say it again, and, and I want to connect that with verse 12, because okay. it's so powerful. It says, I have taught you the way of skillful and godly wisdom. Right. And that wisdom is a capital W. I believe that's the Lord himself. Amen. Okay, so which is comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God. I have led you in paths of right uprightness. This is the result of it. It says, Amen. verse 12 says, When you walk, your steps shall not be hampered. Your path will be clear and open. And when you run, you shall not stumble. Yep. So verse 13 Ooh. goes on to say, Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. We'll find that it's in the powerful. Passion Translation. See what it says in the Passion Because that's powerful stuff. See, people say, well, that's a, this is an old book. No, this is a current book. You, what Solomon was doing back then, you need today. Oh, Satan goodness. don't have no new tricks. Yeah. None whatsoever. You know, he don't, you know. In fact, he had, the day he fell, he hasn't got smarter. Mm -hmm. He's got dumber. Right. You see, because he's decaying constantly. What does it say in the Passion Translation? Passion Translation, beginning in verse 11 of chapter 4, we're still there. Proverbs yes. says, I have taken you by the hand in wisdom's ways, Praise pointing God. you to the path of integrity. Your progress will have no limits when you come along with me. Ooh, and you I will like never that. stumble as long as you, as you walk along the way. So read, receive verse my... Verse 12 again. Yeah, verse 12. Verse 12, you want to read that again? Yeah, read... Verse oh, that 12, was verse 12? That was 11 and 12. Okay, read 13. 13 says, So receive my correction, no matter how hard it is to swallow, for wisdom will snap you back into place. Yeah, that's what I'm Her words about. will be invigorating life that to you. That reminds me of Jody when she was a... Became, uh, I, bought, I bought her a car. I mean, I was so, I was more excited about it. She was, yeah. of course, she was going bananas, but I was just leaping inside because, uh, you know, uh, my father couldn't afford those kinds. That, that didn't happen back then. So it was such a blessing. She was a teenager. And I brought her outside. I said, you love this car? She said, oh, Dad, I just can't thank you. You know, she's hugging me. I said, let me tell you something. It's one of the greatest blessings. It just brought you freedom. I said, but it also can become a weapon. Mm -hmm. I said, now I'm going to ask you something. Because there's something out there called peer pressure, especially on a teenager. I said, I want you. You can take your friends. Y'all can go get a hamburger, do whatever you want to do, ride around, hey, have fun. I said, but don't, don't be foolish with this car. Because if you're foolish with it, do a stupid thing, it becomes a weapon. It's over 4,000 pounds. That thing will kill you and kill someone. But... If you do it right, and even if they tell you, you know, pass up, slam it, punch, you know, I said, don't do any of that. I said, if you'll do that, your car will always have enough gas to go to the mall. <laughs> It'll have enough gas to get back. I will keep it full. You see, what I was asking her to do was to walk in the wisdom, right. but I had to give her instruction about the peer pressure. That's true. Those kind of things. And I really believe she did that. She may have made a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes. But I mean, thank God. And of course, we knew that the blood of Jesus was over her mm -hmm. and still is. See, so it's the same way. You see, you got to understand, when, comes, when wisdom comes, instruction comes. You see, it's not just, okay, do this. No, uh, oh, okay, I got it. No, no, instruction on what to do and how to do that, how to make the right decisions. Well, St. John 16, 13, there, you have to put trust in that one. How be it when the spirit of truth, he'll come, he'll guide you in all truth. I believe I said in one of the boardroom chats, and I mean this, every decision I've ever made in my ministry, 
And in my Christian life, I have based it on St. John 16, 13. How be it, when the spirit of truth is come, he would guide me in all truth. Now, I had to study that out. Right. So I could get wisdom and understanding right. on it. And how did, I, how did I study it? But first, believing that I could understand it, believing that I was a child of God, my son, attend unto my words, and then incline thy ear unto my saying. So in other words, I would study something. Then the Lord would begin to speak to me in, in, in my study and in my spirit, and I'd begin to learn more. He said right. this, that, this. And then he instructed me what to do, when to do it where to do it and how to do it. It's a wonderful thing when you can walk like that. And, you know, I knew when I would get out of debt. First, I set myself a goal. That's wisdom. Mm -hmm. I said, I will be debt-free by the time I'm 33 years old. Now, everybody thought you'd have lost. I didn't know nobody that was debt-free. <laughs> I, I didn't know nobody then. Back nobody, then, right? nothing, zero. But I set my mind, and I realized in the midst of going toward that vision, I had to discipline myself, and I did it by instruction. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And, and you know what? When I made 33 years old, which one man told me that was the age of Jesus Christ. That was Jimmy Hester. Yeah. One told me that. That's the age of Jesus Christ. He said it like this. You're the age of Jesus Christ. He says in Italy, they have a phrase, an Italian yes. phrase, yeah. whenever you're at that age. They don't just say you're 33. They yeah. say the age of Jesus Christ. Yes. And I, I, I achieved that. And I was so glad that I did. But I would not have done it because there was a lot of things on the way to completing that vision that I wanted, and I would have put myself in debt over it. But as I, as I disciplined myself, received the word of God, Romans where he says, oh, no man, anything but the love, right. kept putting in my eyes. All those things I wanted, I've had them. I got them. Nothing. nothing. Not a thing I've ever wanted that I don't have. I mean, I'm talking about from 33 to now. Why? Because I walked in wisdom on that. When I, in this ministry, this is a, this, this is a machine here. This is a global mission. It is burning money as I speak. Ooh, I mean, just going all the time. And you know what? But we, we use wisdom on what to do, what to buy, what not to buy. Right. We, uh, 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 where, where is our vision taking us? That's why we have our visionary conferences. Right. You know, so people can understand the vision of God. Because if your vision is not locked up in the vision of God, you don't have a vision at all. And if you're not talking about your vision, your vision's talking about you. Right. Saying you're lazy and this and that. Because there are a lot of people step out with a vision, but they have no wisdom in it, mm -hmm. and they fall by the wayside. Right. They, they, they seek the wrong thing. They Amen. seek things. They seek yeah. finances. They seek connections, maybe in a personal way, just trying to make things happen in themselves. A lot of people are, right. they tend to be self-promoting. or well, they're always just. every door has a doorknob. You can pull mm -hmm. it open. But or they, you use those kind of doors. You know, people say, which one's the God's doors? Like them supermarket doors. When you get close to them, vroom, they open up. Now watch that. When you go past the door, vroom, it closes behind you. So it opens you to get in, and it protects you back. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. Right. right? And so in the, going back to Solomon, he didn't seek God for things or money or people or mm -hmm. huge armies to, to be able to lead and keep his people safe. He sought God for wisdom. And God said, because you sought me for wisdom, I'm not going to give you those other things. Yeah. He gave them. He the, gave the, all that He was stuff the richest too. man that ever was. The Bible said, uh, and that would ever be, or it would ever be. So he was busier than he was richer than Bezos. Whoever and Th whoever that, might I come I still own of Amazon. Him. Richer than Elon Musk. Richer than uh, Bill Gates. Mm -hmm. Richer than what's the guy from Nebraska? What's the guy from Nebraska? Uh, uh, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. All I mean, I'm gonna tell you something. Solomon was Solomon was so rich that he didn't have time to count the silver. Mm -hmm. Go read it. He said, "Just throw that away, man. We're just gonna count gold." He recognized <laughs> that wisdom was what he needed to be Amen. able to succeed in life. Wisdom is what we need to succeed. Wisdom is what you need to succeed in life. And you know what? It's available to you. Can we go to James? Yeah, but what did Solomon do wrong? He didn't follow the instruction of God when God gave him the wisdom because he started doing political things. Right. So he wouldn't have wars, and he started marrying women because he was trying to uh, cut a peace treaty here, and all of a sudden these women said, we want our tabernacles. Right. And God said, I have no other gods He's before following me. after his, his own wisdom instead right. of God. Yeah, we got to stay with the plan. Go God has a plan to get us wisdom to us. Right. But we, can't, we have to stay focused on that path. And, Amen. And, and it's real easy along the way. Once you said go, get going along the way that God right. is calling you to get distracted. The enemy sends distractions, and you think... And you forget to do the right thing. Do what you need to do. Yeah. To always seek God for his wisdom. Right. The book of James is a beautiful book about wisdom. In okay. James chapter 1, you know, James was the brother of Jesus, the half-brother of Jesus. He was the pastor of the church at Jerusalem. And he wrote some beautiful things that we can learn from today. In verse 5, he says, 
of chapter 1. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, uh, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So you seek his wisdom. I want you to read that in wisdom. Then we're going to read it in the Passion. Okay. Read that again if you don't mind. But comment on that because okay. that's so important. No, well, I, I, I want to get all three translations together. Okay, which one do you want for uh, next? Wait, anyone, which uh, let's easiest? go to the Amplified. You mentioned okay. that first. Read Verse that 5 says, If any of you is deficient in wisdom, ah. let him ask of the giving God who gives to everyone liberally and, uh, and ungrudgingly. Let him ask to who? The giving God. Oh, see, that's why I didn't, that's why I didn't say nothing. I, I knew there would be that. some more. A giving God. <laughs> and it says, who, giveth, is who gives to everyone liberally and Amen. ungrudgingly without reproaching or fault finding, and it will be given him. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? Keep reading it. We finish it up. That whole passage. Okay, so verse 6 says, With only the, it, what? The, read the, the same verse you read in the King James. Re, finish that. In the king, which verse you want? No, no, the, just keep reading. To the, I'm in the Amplified right I know that. Just keep reading. Verse 6 in the Amplified yeah. says, Only it must be in faith that he asks yes. with no wavering, no hesitating, Amen. no doubting. For the one who wavers, hesitates, doubts, is like yeah. the billowing surge out at sea that is blown hither and thither and tossed by the wind. For truly not let such a person imagine that he will receive anything he asked for from no, the that's Lord. That's a double-minded man's unstable. Double-minded man. Now go to the Passion. I want you to read that's that again. That's the next verse. Okay. Uh, 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 I want you to read that in the Passion. I've got to read verse again. 8. No, no. Read. I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to ask you that's ask a double -minded. questions. Okay. Okay. Which I'm going Passion somewhere translation? Yeah. And Start off verse the same 5. Thing. Yeah, same Verse thing. 5. James chapter 1, verse 5. You know and what I'm doing, huh? I'm, I'm figuring you we, out. We're decreeing right. wisdom here. See, different translations, getting revelations here. Go ahead. Verse 5 says, And if anyone longs to be wise... Ask God for wisdom, and he will give it. Mm -hmm. He won't see your lack of wisdom as an opportunity to scold you over your ah. failures, but he will overwhelm ah. your favor, favor, failures with his generous grace. Just make sure you ask empowered by confident faith without doubting that you will receive. For the ambivalent person believes one minute and doubts the next. Being undecided makes you become like the rough seas driven and tossed by the wind. You're up one minute and toss down the next. When you're half-hearted and wavering, it leaves you unstable. Can you really expect to receive, hmm. receive anything from the Lord when you're in that condition? Okay, just by those three translations, the King James, Amplified. the Amplified, and the Passion, we found out that God was a giving God. Right. That God understood you would make failures, but he would give you grace. Right. He, would to he told us in those different translations, one, that you are a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, and tossed to and fro, and that the storms of life in the different translation would blow you off course. Right. And see, so there's a lot of things can get you off course. Mm -hmm. But if you attend to my words, yes. stay there. Stick with it. Stick, pick and stick, like I used to say. <laughs> I, I did it in one of my, uh, uh, I learned it from Jody, actually, pick right. and stick. And, and when you understand that, you see, because anybody can go off the, uh, the beaten path. There's always forks in the road. You know, Yogi Bear said, if you come to a fork in the road, take it. Oh, that, no, you don't know where you're going here, see? But first you got to know where you're going so you'll know when, when you get there. If you don't right. know where you're going, you don't know when you get there. See, there are right. a lot of people who I call church hopping because they don't know where they're going. They're trying to, they, they, I, I want to like the choir, and I want to like the pastor, and I want to do, that has nothing to do with your attendance. Mm -hmm. It's where God sends you. right. My best teachers were the teachers that were the hardest. You know why? I still remember what they said. The ones that I thought were cool, I don't remember the thing they said. You know, because they were trying to be my friend, and that's nice to misunderstand me. What I needed was a teacher. Yeah. I heard a person say this, and I really believe there's no such thing as bad students. There's such thing as bad teachers. Mm -hmm. Now, I know some teachers probably wouldn't like, like that, but this because some people are, are hard to get. But yeah, but if you just keep, you keep working on them, you work that student into a, a, what I call a person that understands. See, mm -hmm. this is what God is saying today because many of you, as I said earlier, are about ready to make some decisions. And that's why God is, we're speaking about this at this boardroom chat. Right. So you make the right ones. Go ahead, guys. I have another translation okay, for you. That's why I like to bring my iPad here because okay, I have good. so many different ones in here. And this is the, is the message, message Bible in verse 5. 
<clears throat> it says, if you don't know what you're doing, pray to the Father. He loves to help. You'll get his help and won't be condescended to when you ask for it. Ask boldly, believingly, without a second thought. People who worry their prayers are like wind-whipped waves. Don't think you're going to get anything from the master that way. Adrift at sea, keeping all your options open. Isn't that great? Mm. What did it say about worry about prayer? What did it say? It says, people who worry their prayers. Worry their prayer. Boy, that's a, pow now, that's a powerful, powerful that's message a nice right there. That's a nice phrase there. Yeah, faith and worry, don't, that don't mix. Well, one minute they pray, and as soon as they're through praying, they're worried about it again. And they're, they're just kept in well, turmoil like, over I'll it. I'll never forget the time I went to a hospital. They had just come out there. They were coming out of the room. They just laid hands on this person. Okay? So they were praying, oh, Lord. And I come walking, they said, oh, Brother Jesse, we're so glad you came, because it looked bad. I said, what did you say? It looked bad, because if God don't do something, she's going to die. I said, well, you just prayed for her to live. You ain't got out the door, and, you, and your faith is cracking. Mm -hmm. That's a worry prayer. Uh -huh. I like that. Keep, go ahead, keep reading. People who worry their prayers are like wind-whipped waves. Don't think you're going to get anything from the master that way. Adrift at sea, keeping all your options open. My Lord. Do you see what we're saying here today? So this is actually a very simple thing. And we go back to the King James uh, there uh, in chapter 4. Wisdom is the principal thing. Now, James is saying mm -hmm. God will give, give it to you so much that you will actually become spiritually smart and intellectually smart. Mm -hmm. Think about that. You can actually take the, the flesh side of you by crucifying it and make it smart and hook in with the spiritual side of you right. to do what God tells us to do. I know, that's so true. You know, just remembering when you were saying that with the instructions that Jesus even gave his disciples, he says, take no thought about what you're going to say and all this thing. But he 6. did talk about how one, that they were going to, uh, after he's gone, that they would bring him before the magistrates. Yeah. He said, don't even think about what you're going to say because at that moment, the Holy Spirit is going to give you the words Amen. to say. I believe that even when we go to God with our whole heart and pour out our heart to him that we need help, he gives us the words Amen. to pray. And, and the words to pray and the words to say. Yes. And it works every time. See, so, I mean, he said, take no thought what you eat, what you drink. Now, most people think, oh, God, man, how are we going to make a living? Well, I'll tell you how you make a living by making a giving. People ask me, I've had people tell me, what do you do for a living? I say giving. That uh -huh. kind of freak them out. They go, what did you say? I say giving. I live by my giving. And I believe on, I don't believe in the Babylonian system of finance, which is what the world does. Right. I believe in God's way, a 30, a 60, a hundredfold. Then it gets mathematical a thousand times. Now, you right. know, a lot of preachers fight against that. Well, then just go suffer. Just get your brains beat out. Maybe if you get kicked enough, you'll have enough sense to say, wait a minute. I'm tired of living this Babylonian system. Are you tired of paying the banks and all the people you borrowed money these extreme amounts of interest? Because you borrow something, you pay back to what, twice? What you borrowed, maybe three times? When, when, when are you going to put the light on and get over to where God said, some 30, some 60, some 104? So join the church of some. Some get in there and right. attend that word and forget about what everybody else is saying. You know, because there's always somebody judging you about this and judging you about that and judging you about this. You know, I just let them flap. You know what I mean? They're just like ducks. Quack, quack, quack. I just let them flap and do what they got to do. You know what I'm saying? All I know is that this word of God is true. And when it's true, it will come to pass. How long? I'm not worried about time because I'm an eternal being. Mm -hmm. I just spoke of great wisdom thought there. You say, don't let time defeat you. You're not defeated for uh, a lack of faith or, or an abundance of unbelief. You can be defeated for those things, but most people are not defeated by that. They defeated because it didn't happen today, so they, we must be praying wrong, and time defeats them. Mm -hmm. Having done all the stand, stand therefore, or therefore stand. Stand, that's, that's right. That's what God is saying here. That's what he was telling Solomon. Go back to Solomon. I'm going to do this for you. Right. I, I'm going I'm to, but just, just obey me. Just, just listen to me. Right. Pretty simple, huh? Got off the, because uh, the, uh, the, he didn't attend to what he asked. You see what I'm saying? I mean, okay, you buy a house, it's great. You don't have to paint it the first year. You don't have to paint it the second year. You may not have to paint it in five years. Uh, you may not have to paint it in seven years, eight years, but it's starting to dull out there at eight, nine years. You're going to have to repaint it. In other words, you're going to have to go back to your first love and start doing some things. 
and keep it up because there's something out there called the sun, which is radioactive, and it will decay anything it touches. Right. You see, well, it's the same way in your spirit life. You keep yourself full of the word of the living God by getting wisdom, the principal thing, and in that, you're getting that understanding. That's good. And, you know, and, and now get ready for persecution on that. Because people say, who do you think you are? What this says. Not what you say, not what they say, but what this says. This is what's going to judge me. You see what I'm saying? Only the word of the living God. So I'm going to follow this. Mm -hmm. And so how do you do it, Brother Jesse? Simple. I only say what he says, and I only do what he says to do. Pretty simple. Mm -hmm. Two things in life, and all the other stuff just falls in. All these people that oh, send in yeah. these wonderful testimonies. I want, I want to read a couple of them. I'll give you something in just a okay. minute. Uh, these, I want to show you some of the people that are listening to this. Here's some of that. This is from, from Lativia. Ireland, Bahamas, Canada, Scotland, Philippines, Ghana, South America, India, Honolulu, Hawaii, Africa. My Lord, New Jersey. Listen to this. I mean, I, I love that. This is a girl. She, she must have come here. Her name is Esther. Love that you put high-quality carpet in your sanctuary. Well, she heard us talking about it yeah. in the past. Let me read this. I, I never had a, a, a testimony. Love that you put high-quality carpet in your sanctuary. That's what I would do, too. I've been a pastor's wife and missionary for years. I look forward to seeing you both and walking in your sanctuary on that carpet for the 2021 Visionary Conference in July. It would be my first time visit. I love that. You know, let me tell you something, Esther. That carpet is over 21, 22 years old. Well, I think we, 20, in 2000, 2000, 2000 we And it looks it. like the day we put it in there. You know why? Was it high quality? One man, you know what one man told me? You ought not put that in the church. That's for the rich calling. The church will be better looking than the rich Carlton, for God's sake. And it's beautiful. We take care of things. So this lady's looking forward to that. What a blessing of God. And thanks, Esther, for wanting to come to the Visionary Conference. And I invite everybody to come. Let me tell you, it's only a Thursday night, Friday morning, and Friday night. Perfect food in New Orleans. You'll love eating. New Orleans is now opening up. My God, hallelujah. Yep. You may have to wait a little longer on your food because they're trying to find some, uh, some people. Some workers. Some workers, you know, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. But I'll tell you what, we're going to have a wonderful it's worth time. The Go wait. ahead, Kathy. And uh, it's beautiful. We have, we have love it when people come to visit. You know, New Orleans is a destination city. It's a very old sure. city. But spiritual food is what we talk about at the Visionary Conference. You, you know, Kathy, we're talking about wisdom. You know how many ministers told me, Jesse, you need to extend this thing. No. Man, but it's only Thursday night, Friday morning, Friday night. No. Why? Because God didn't tell me to do that. Just because you think it's successful and there's people standing up, whoo, whoo, oh, and then we're going to make this, whoa, whoa. Did God say to do that? Well, I think it, if you got to think it, he didn't. Yeah. He ain't said a word. Yeah. So if it ain't broke, like we say in South yeah. Louisiana, don't fix don't it. Don't step off the path, the wisdom path. I don't come to the fork of the road and go, I'm going to take this. No, I'll say, which one's right? Yeah, what is God doing? You got because it. That's go the way I'm going to go. This is a beautiful testimony from Tabitha. It says, I love the chats. Brother Jesse, I've seen you in New Jersey, Virginia, and in your own church. Amen. Traveling to see you is worth doing. The <laughs> messages have impacted my life and has changed me. In four days, I felt a shift. Ooh, glory. I like Powerful. that. What's her name? Tabitha? Tabitha. Thank you, Tabitha, for saying that. Read some more, Mom. Rhonda says, Aloha. My faith has increased by 100% since I heard your testimony of your journey to heaven. Ooh, That Lord. was so impactful. Listen to this. This is, name is Amita. She says, Amita, I guess that means amen. Thank you for teaching us to pray for what we need to buy so that we are not robbed of what God's best is for us. Oh, that's us. good. That's powerful. My God. Hallelujah. Right. And Juan says, God has used your ministry to speak to me in a way only he can. And Nico says, hello from Canada. Thank you for always inspiring and teaching chats. You know what? I want you well, to I'm pray that Canada just... opens up, Kathy, because I want to go. Oh, I, I love Canada, man. I mean, my Lord. And I want to get up there as quick as I can. Go ahead. Oh, and it goes on to say, your obedience to God has to be followed. L love you both and your team. Look at this here. I, I, this is from Ellen. You did a faith healing on my hand about 30 years ago. Actually, Ellen, Jesus did that. I just happened to be there. It was at Christian Life Center in Pennsville, New Jersey. That's Earl the Pearl's Earl church. Earl the Pearl. I thank God for you every day. Ellen, thank you. Look, listen to this. And this is from Trish. If you have never been to Covenant Church, you must visit. The building truly is beautiful and glorifies God. Now, Trish, I got to agree with you there. Kathy got good taste. It was the first church that we ever walked into where there were no egos vying for the top dog position. <laughs> I 
I like that. God is always first. They only do what their father tells them to do and say what their father tells them to say. It's a church of healing and growth. That's correct. And guess who's the pastor? Mwah. So I attribute that wonderful testimony to you. Oh, well, you're such a blessing. Well, you're, the Lord is. The Lord said, don't have give honor to mama's due. You know? We serve, serve the Lord together. This great testimony is from Nairi. No, go ahead. Receive that. That's okay. <laughs> we'll give him the name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you thank can receive you. that. That's not ego. I mean, no. you just do what the Lord tells well, you to do. Well, I know Trish. I've just met her. Actually, she's new to the church. She's oh, oh, she goes to Scotland. Oh. I know her. Oh, from Scotland. Mm -hmm. I love Scotland. So you can't hear that accent in there when ah. you read it. But when you read it, I know her because I, so I, I heard it. She's been blessed by the church. Okay, so many other great testimonies. Just says hello from Kenya, watching from Poland. And Barry says hello from the Netherlands. Oh, Jesse Duplantis' sermons have been such a blessing to me, especially the sermons about finances and how it works in Ooh, the kingdom of God. God. I'm living it as I speak. It showed me God is trustworthy. Oh, I love man. that. that then wonderful? it says good morning from Melbourne, Australia. That's from Winifred. And Neil says watching from South Africa. I love South Africa. I mean, That's a beautiful from country. My Italy, God. New Mexico, and these are just, and from Australia, these are just some of the ones that have come. And thank y'all so much for letting Man, us know where, you, where you're watching from. And I hope that you share these with someone else because this needs to be shared with the world. Listen, this is the girl from Donna. I so enjoy you both. I learned so much from y'all. That girl got to be a southern. She must be southern. I happily give to your ministry. Thank you, Donna. Why? Because I believe in planting in healthy, godly ground. That's one thing I do at the very beginning of my ministry, that I would never take people's seed and put it in stale ground. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. In all my years of ministry, 45 years of full-time ministry, I have never had a scandal. Now, some people have tried to destroy me several years ago. The whole world wanted to kill me. Over. They said I had four jets, and that's a lie. That's not true, but I mean, my Lord, I mean, you know. You were showing a picture of airplanes that we've had in the past because we started yeah. out with a smaller one and kept growing. Because right. Our primary focus of our ministry and gave is some traveling. And gave some away to be a blessing and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, they don't tell you that kind of stuff. But you know what? I want to thank all the partners. I started off with that. You do this, and I thank you for that because 100% of what you said goes in the world evangelism. Did right. you hear me say that? Right. Listen to me. 100%. Why? Because I've been debt-free since I'm 33. The ministry's debt-free. We're debt-free. You send me 20 bucks, we get 20 bucks. And 100% of it goes into world evangelism. Yeah. And I asked the Lord for every dollar given, give me a soul into the kingdom. Yeah, I believe God works. gave us wisdom early Amen. on in the beginning of our ministry because we lived in this little tiny yellow, oh. well, how many square foot house? 960, well, actually it was 910, but total was 960 square foot. That's because we had this little hang on, <laughs> this little porch in the back. That almost that fell off when you walked over. That's where the wash and dryer was. Yeah. Anyway, we had this little tiny house and Jesse was at a job. I think you were working. Working at Shell all of that time. Well, I started out at Patterson Truck Line. And then you moved on, got a, a better job, and you were making more money. And I had a little mm -hmm. business in the house and a little daycare business. But what did we do? But I'm just saying that we ha we're at a point where we could have bought a bigger house, and we we would have we thought about it. But uh, we made the we prayed about it, and we had wisdom. I believe the Lord wisdom. gave us wisdom to stay where we were because we didn't want to put ourselves in debt because we wanted to be able to just give 100% to God. Amen. And not have and we the, did. the problem of debt hanging over us when you stepped out into full-time ministry. And I, a lot of persons, preachers would say, a lot of them, well, you ought to see the house that Jesse lives in. My God, I can't believe that he's living in that little, little, looks like a chicken coop and stuff. But you see, everything that was coming in, I was giving to God. I was building this ministry. They don't say that now. They don't call my house a chicken coop now. They call it a crib. Glory. <laughs> I don't know what a crib is, but that's what they call it. You know, it's a beautiful home. It's that I'm, I'm gonna give God glory to God be the glory. But they don't remember where we started from. You see, our heart was to keep Him first, and still is today. And yeah. and people say, why do you have that nice house now? Well, I'll tell you why. Since you asked, the Lord said, I want you to build this at no limits, because I'm gonna use it to provoke people. I didn't like that guy when he used the word provoke. I said, they're going to get mad. They can't see you. They see me. He said, are you concerned about that? I said, no, I'm not. He said, I want people living better, mm -hmm. driving better, eating better, wearing better, whatever it may be. Because you see, 
God says the heavens, even the heavens of the Lord, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. So everything you see on this planet belongs to you. As Psalms 115, verse 16, you ought to go study that out. It'll bring you great wisdom. Now, you know, I mean, I didn't even, you know, we, I barely touched this uh, Proverbs chapter 4. And uh, I, I wanted to read verse 21. Okay. Maybe we ought to do a part two on this. Glory to God. We should maybe, you know, part if we could. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Mm -hmm. Not in the middle of your head, but in the midst of your heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, right. the mouth That's speaketh. That's so good. That's so you good. see what I'm saying? Not just right here. you you got to transfer it down. To your, now I'm not talking about your heart, your physical body. You remember Meredith? <laughs> this is my, my, my granddaughter. She's 13 now, going on 47. But you know how that is. <laughs> but when she was about, oh, six or seven years old, uh, there was, I don't know if it was Kathy preaching, maybe me, maybe it was a guest. She said, they said, you need to give your heart to God. And she leaned over to her mom and she said, but I need my heart. I can't live without my heart. I need my heart. And Jody said, man, that's not talking about your physical heart, you know. That's talking yeah. about who you really are. And, and she went, oh, okay. Because she just didn't know for sure if she right. could just give away that human heart, you know. It was just such a blessing. And I never forget the time she wanted to be baptized by her grandmother, she calls her Mimi, who happened to be the pastor of church. And, you know, I've always missed the wonderful things because I've always been out preaching. I'm not looking for sympathy here. But I wanted to be there, but I couldn't because I was out preaching this gospel. Why? Putting Christ first. You mean you put your family second? No, you said that. I didn't say that. My family, my daughter understood. My granddaughter understands. My wife understands. Mm -hmm. What you need to do is understand. We knew that we had to do this for God's kingdom. That's true. It was the same way about staying in that house. Mm -hmm. And you know, let me tell you something about that little house. It cost $14,700. I bought it from a man who's now in heaven, I believe, Mr. Easton DePlantis. Mm -hmm. uh, he was the DePlantis. And we were actually related, but very far Away. distant. Yeah, distant. I mean, probably 12 cousin or something like that. Anyway, to make a long story short, uh, people said, man, I don't know why, but we fixed it up. We painted it. You, you, you did a really nice job. We wanted to re-carpet. We couldn't buy a whole carpet, so we bought remnants. And we could do that because the rooms were so tiny. Yeah. Remember those remnants? <laughs> you know, remnants of carpet it's that quality. you see on the wall? Quality, quality stuff. carpet, like the ones we have. I'm telling like the Ritz carpet, like we have in the church. And we Very dense. We sold that house. The, I mean, the economy shot straight up. We sold that house. For more than double. $36,500 as oh, compared to paying fourteen seven. Mm -hmm. We probably had in it mm, $14,500, probably $17,000, $18,000 at the max. Yes, because we put air conditioning. Yeah, we put, I mean, at the max. And God just blessed it. And you know how we, you don't think this is wisdom? I had to go pick up the mail. This is the beginnings of Jesse the Planets Ministries. You got to listen to this. This was so funny. The Lord spoke to me. He said, go get your mail. I said, okay. I remember the uh, post office box 36 there, there in Homer, Louisiana. Station two. Station two. Watch this. He said, when you come back, there'll be a man with a T-shirt and Levi jeans standing in your front yard. Yeah, because we were selling it by owner. Yeah. And I said, okay. He said, he's going to buy your house. I heard that. I went, okay. So I drove over to post office box 36, station two, got out of bed, and I come back. Now, we got a sign. Well, bigger than this. It says, for sale by owner in the front yard. There's a man in a white T-shirt with Levi jeans standing in the yard right by the sign. Mm -hmm. So I pulled up. I didn't actually pull into the driveway. I just stopped on the side of the road. And I got I said, can I help you? And he said, he talked like this. I'm going to throw you something. And he was an old Cajun man, sweet guy. He said, is this house for sale? And I thought, he's standing right by the sign. He's this far away from the sign. All sale by owner. Then it dawned on me, he can't read. You know, a lot of people, he was a fisherman, you know, he can't read. And I said, I said, well, instead of trying to, you know, be rude, I said, yes, sir, it is. I said, it's for sale. He said, me and my wife, we'd love to see it. We don't want to be rude. She's in the car. Could we come look at the house? Now, God already spoke to me as a white on a white T-shirt in Levi jeans, standing in that front of you. I said, yes. So they walk in, and she, and and she told her husband, oh, Meshach, look how pretty this house. Ooh. They said, we want to buy it. I said, well, it's for sale. He said, do you take cash? I said, what did you say? I said, he said, do you take cash? It's in the car. 
I said, yes, we take cash. So I called my brother, and I remember Jules. And he said, Jesse, he's a, he was an attorney. He said, I don't work today. I said, today, you work it. <laughs> you, you work. Paid cash for it. Mm-hmm. They lived in that house. I think they lived, well, they almost, well, maybe a year or two before they passed away or something to that nature. I, I mean, I and they time. loved it. Isn't that amazing? Wisdom brought me that. Mm-hmm. I could have been rude to that man. I would never do that. Number two, I didn't deny what God said. Oh, sure, sure. That's going to be a white, a man with a white T-shirt and Levi G. All that stupid stuff. He was doing what Solomon said. I have taught thee in the ways of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a, that's a Proverbs 4 verse 11. And he led me there. Right. I'll never forget that as right. long as he lives. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just say this, and I mean this sincerely. Many of you need to make decisions today. That's why we're talking about this. We, me and Catherine want to pray for you before we go off here. Mm-hmm. And we're going to believe, God, that you make the right decision at the right time. And not only the, the right decision at the right time, but we'll receive instruction on what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. And I think it will help other people around you. So, Kathy, if you yes. can I have your hand, let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we come boldly to the throne of grace with these petitions and supplications with thanksgiving. Yes, Lord. God, I can't thank you enough for what we talked about today. So I ask you, Lord, that people are asking for wisdom, and you said it's the principal thing. You get wisdom, get understanding. Lord, let them make their right decisions and that the Father would be glorified in the Son, spiritual, physical, and financial in every area, in Jesus' name. I believe some of you wanting a new job. Right. You're going to look for a new job. Should I take it? Ask the Lord. He will tell you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm telling you, he will guide you and direct you. Because you know what? Faith comes by hearing. And you hear today. You didn't <laughs> hear today. You hear today this word. Right. And God will bless you. That's so, good. so once again, before I close, thank you all the partners and all the people that help us. I have to say that because... They're they, they our extended family. And a lot of people don't know what a partner is. A partner is someone who pro- pro- supports us financially, right. monthly. With, no, what not supports us, supports the ministry. The work that we do is yeah, what I Yeah, you, know, you know, we require nothing. Yeah, you thanks what I'm for saying? clearing that up. Yeah, I have to because some people say, you see it? No, no. They give and to our ministry monthly. Yeah, we don't know how to do that. You can use PayPal if you want, or you can go to jdm.org. Let me help you. Stop right there. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Don't do it. You don't have to give, hey, we're doing, God, we're doing great, but the anointing of increase is on our lives, and it'll come right through what you're watching, and it'll get on you because that's God's will. And we pray every day for our partners oh, because yeah. it's not a one-way street. It's a two-way no, street. We sure. believe God to prosper you and bless you Amen. and impart his wisdom to you for your day-to-day life. We want you to succeed in everything that you set your hand to do. And it will happen. This is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. Till next time, we love you. and. You, you can't imagine how much we love you, and we will. there'll never be a day without prayer for you. I do that all the time. Yes. So until next time, we'll see you again. Okay? God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.